We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Holy cow! Please shut up! Please shut up! Gangsters, what's up, guys? I would be honored if you played football for this team. Me play football? Fans do it and adore the damn bulldog, baby! Sorry, wait. The mom made me put on my jacket and then she made me do the dishes. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That's so funny. Last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Just a bit outside. Oh, look at the sugar falling out of the sky. Look at the sugar falling out of the sky. I think you'll ever get out of here. One day when I got a long white beard and two or three marbles rolling around upstairs, they let me out. The Second String Podcast and Now Radio Show on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. I would like to, right off the bat, thank Mrs. Soon-to-be Dr. Walker. Is she still soon-to-be Dr. Walker? The uh, plan as it stands right now, as of recording this on a Friday, is to turn in a version of her dissertation on Monday. Dis a what? Or dissertation. That means nothing to me, Walker. Basically, when you uh, get a PhD, you have to write a book at the end. So that's why I don't know anything about it. It's like a 200-page document. Well, thanks to her for letting us borrow the iPod and play a little mm-hmm. Casey Jones' Grateful Dead. Yeah, man. Yeah, she, uh, if everything goes well, she'd graduate in May, so we'll keep our fingers crossed. Then she'll I, be Dr. Walker. I, I love Jerry Garcia. I love everything about the Grateful Dead. And then you could retire, and then me and Garrett will just run the Second String Podcast yeah, from then on out. out. We'll have auditions. We're not just going to hand it to anybody. I know Rambo's got something to say. Everybody's got something to say. Everybody's got a take. Mrs. Booker is an avid cheesehead. That's why podcasts are successful. How about Alabama Eva? Me and Alabama Eva running the second string mm. podcast. It's going to be good times. It's going to be really good I times. I figure, uh, you know, we could just kind of throw the uh, wheel of topics out there. Just spin it today. Do you want to talk about Alex Murdoch? Uh, do you want to talk about Morgan Wallen's new album? He did sing about um, the 98 Braves, I understand. Why the 98 Braves? And then I started thinking about it. I was like... He's young. Well, I'm old. That's a better way to put it. Morgan, actually, it's funny you bring up the song 98 Braves because uh, we were curious about the same thing. We looked it up this morning. In 1998, Morgan Wallen would have been four or five years old. So I don't think he was paying that much attention to the 98 Braves. Not enough to uh, reminisce about it all these years later and write a no, song was, about I it. I was in third grade in 1991. That's when I really start remember following the Braves. Mm-hmm. And we, it was a good year to do it, by the way. But 98, the reason I was thinking that is like, all right, some of us, like you and I, can reel off year by year. Not everybody, but like, why not the 96 Braves? Because I'm I'm guessing, by the way, I've not heard it yet. Is it a sad song? No, it's basically a song about a disappointing relationship. Oh, like the Braves. Yeah, he's relating... (laughs) 
the relationship to the 98 Braves team that was uh, pretty good, but just not good enough to be something real. Well, that's interesting. So three years after winning the 1995 World Series, he was so disappointed about a Braves team that 25 years later he wrote a sad song Mm -hmm. about or a disappointing song about. So let me ask you this. If the Braves are good... They make the playoffs, but they don't win the World Series in 2024. Are we going to write a song about it? I might. Are we going to be that disappointed? Are we that greedy and selfish as sports fans that we can't accept a championship and three years later we're writing sad (laughs) songs about the misery that we've gone through since our last championship? What are you doing, Morgan Wallen? Well, I'll say this for Morgan. Uh, He is at the absolute height pinnacle of his career right now or anyone's career i, I mean, thought he got canceled a few years ago what happened there he did get canceled a couple of years ago but i didn't that, know you could uncancel yourself well sure you can well you can't uncancel yourself other people can uncancel you and that's exactly what happened he was taken off of country radio he uh was taken off of saturday night live he, he wasn't mentioned very much for a while there but at some point the powers that be, Logan, realize that everybody still liked this guy and everybody still liked his music. So we're going to uncancel him and we're going to put him back on TV and we're going to put him back on the radio. But we're not allowed to play the Dixie Chicks in 2023. Am I I understanding this right? Am I connecting all the dots here? (laughs) I see what you're trying to do to me, Logan. Ah, I don't make the rules. I play by the rules. For the record... I like the Dixie Chicks. I kind of do too, man. I stumbled upon a TikTok recently that had like the top ten Dixie Chicks songs. Oh yeah, the Chicks, the Chicks. They dropped, they dropped Dixie from their title, but they were some bangers, dude. Cowboy, take me away. Yes, and you may feel different if you feel like. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Why are we rehashing something that happened twenty years ago? If you feel like. What Natalie Maine said. You said spin the wheel of topics. It okay, landed on the landed chicks. on the chicks. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> if you feel like what Natalie Maine said about George Bush all those years ago was... Uh, it was flawless in the fourth no, quarter alone. It wasn't flawless. It was very flawed. <laughs> and you... That everything is just not all equal. Still hold a grudge for that. And, and I understand. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Um, she doesn't bother me anymore. And uh, their music, yeah, I... I Really enjoy going back and listening to Enough their songs. about the chicks. Enough about Morgan Wallen. I'm sorry for the sideways snake of a topic we went we, down. What, do you want Here's, to talk about Nolan Smith? In a minute. Okay. I do want to talk a lot about Nolan Smith. <sighs> I want to start, Walker. Preview, by the way. We will not have an entertainment section at the very end of the show. So let's get a mini one right now. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Then the Gators don't take no jack. What are the 1980s? That's right. I know about the entertainment. Let me be clear. We've had a up. Lower we, up. We always do it at the end. And, uh, yeah, it's you know, on iTunes. It's usually not even on the radio. Here it is, uh, where we review movies, TV shows, music, whatever you want to talk about. Walker, without further ado, I saw Cocaine Bear. I went to see the bear, the bear. Me and the missus went mid-afternoon and saw the bear snort cocaine. Went on a rampage all through the North Georgia woods. I had such high expectations, but this movie sucked. What? Hello. I hate 
hated it, Walker. Why? It was terrible. How? I had such high slasher, campy comedy. I know exactly what this movie was before I purchased the ticket. I yeah. sat down, fired up, and it took maybe 15 minutes in to realize this is utter crap. You are just crap. being obstinate. That's your problem. Well, you, what does that word mean? You are just being uh, grumpy for the sake of being grumpy. What is ob- what, what, what word did you say? I said you are being obstinate. That means- Let's do a quick fact check. <laughs> She disagrees, I'm, by the way. Means I'm just Thank gonna, you, Kareen. I'm just going to go against the thing that everybody else no, likes this, just to be I, I, grumpy the problem, I don't mean. think everybody else likes it. I think a lot of people see what I saw, that this had such potential to be like Sharknado, to be like a Terracuda versus a Croctopus. It's better than Sharknado. It's not better than Sharknado. Sharknado was one of the gold standards of this genre of horror movie film, C- campy comedy horror. That being said, man, I, I went in. I'm sad that I have to do this. It breaks my heart. How long have you and I been pumping up Cocaine Bear for three months now? You led the charge on I Cocaine did. Bear. I was the official fan club president of Athens, mm-hmm. Georgia, Cocaine Bear. We've been doing bumps every day at lunch, getting uh-huh. ready for this thing. I went to the matinee with a bump special yesterday. I'm kidding, by the way. Uh, or am I? <laughs> anyway, man, I it had its moments. It had some good a laugh here and there, but overall, convince me why I should like the movie better because I just didn't. I thought there I, were. A I, lot I couldn't get out of, of that theater uh, fast enough. Like an hour in, I was like, "Please, for the love of God, make it stop." Sad. I uh, I was entertained the whole time. Maybe you're on a team Walker on this one if you've seen it. I I was entertained the entire hour and a half. Never was bored with this movie. Uh, constant action. The scenes where the bear would uh, like chase people down, where he comes through the door. Uh, there was the one scene where she chased down the ambulance. These are all like high tension, like fun scenes. There's some, uh, there's some real laughs in this movie. I don't know what your problem was. All right, I'll give you the ambulance scene. That was a good scene. It was fun, super fun. You had that lady drag across the road. A lot of people that you saw early in the movie, they were not around very long. Maybe that was one of my problems. I didn't get a chance to relate, to associate, to fall in love with these weirdo characters, and they were just kind of gone. Because I think the star of the movie was supposed to be the bear. I had to point out to my wife that that one guy was uh, from Modern Family. Not Cam, but Mitch. Mitch from Modern Family. Is that right? The, uh, the Rangers love interest, the guy, oh. the really weird guy that showed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not trying to give anything away about Cocaine Bear, but yeah, there was there were some notable actors in this. I have I don't a feeling. Know, man. I'm just sad, Walker. I think I'm sad more mm. than disappointed that I didn't like it because I wanted to so bad. I have a feeling that next year when the Oscar nominations mm-hmm. come out, you're going to see Cocaine Bear nominated for Best Picture. Uh, best actress for the bear. I'm glad you said actress. <laughs> Isn't that offensive now? Are we still giving gender-oriented awards? No, out? actually, I'm wrong. You're supposed to just say best actor, whether you're referring to male or female. But I, I did that to point out that the cocaine bear is, in fact, a girl. And you know what? Uh, she deserves all kinds of accolades. If, if you put her up against Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt or somebody like that next year, I'm going with the bear. I think it was accurate to portray the bear as a mama bear because Mm -hmm. what's meaner in life than a pissed off woman on cocaine? (laughs) And when she walks the red carpet next year, 
Uh, it, it's going to be filled with danger. Mm. I mean, this could be. Thank the most, you, Mr. Speaker. This will be the most dangerous Oscars since Will Smith beat the, the snitches crap out get of Chris stitches. Rock. Hey, Chris Rock almost did get stitches. He almost snitched last year. Apparently so. When he couldn't keep Jada's name out of his mouth. I'll make you a promise on this, Walker. And, and look, I want you to understand the disappointment. I'm not reveling in this. Whatever that big word was you used where Obstinate. I, wa- I wanted to hate this movie, that is so far from the truth. This is such a Logan thing to do. No, it's very it's on brand for it's you. It's not, to, Walker. To hype something up for six Let's months. Let's do a quick then, fact check. Once everybody else gets on board and says, yeah, you know what, Logan? You're right. I like this too. Then you can back away and poop all over what are you doing (laughs) i'm gonna make you a promise if you just hear me out for a second walker when cocaine bear 2 yeah hits the theaters in the summer of 2024 Mm -hmm. i will go see it you know it will happen i will see if they can rebound and rope me back in i was gonna buy the lunchbox i was gonna buy the thermos i was gonna buy the action figure the video game. Oh, that would make a great video game, by the way. I think there is a video game already. Seriously? I'm not I, kidding. No, there, there I think needs there to is. be if there's not. Mm-hmm. I, I want I wanted to buy all the merchandise, put the picture frame in my man shed, all the movie poster, all those things. Obstinate, is that the word you used? That's the word, I still man. don't agree with that, but man, I'm going to go see Cocaine Bear 2 Revenge of the Cubs. <laughs> Because maybe or maybe there were not cocaine cubs at the end of the movie. I'm just saying. We'll see All if right. uh, Ice Cube's son, uh, well, Shay, gets his fingers back. That's a good point. Um, it, it, there's a Boy, lot. We're of, giving away all the secrets of cocaine bear. A lot right? of questions to be answered in That's Cocaine right. Bear 2. All right, man. Well, if, you, if that was your first entertainment segment ever, welcome. You're an official cheesehead on the radio on a Saturday morning, man. But anyway, Walker. What else is up, man? Well, they, I know we, we, we had to abruptly cut off last week's show, but we didn't even have to we don't even have to tell the people that. We're fine. Why am I telling you that? You you are You know, I'm um, leaving that I'm not even editing this out. You're telling now how the sausage is made, that's okay. It doesn't matter how it's made, as long as it's by good. the way, we're all fine. I made a mistake. <laughs> we <it's> are okay. <laughs> here to talk about sports. That's what they yeah, pay man. us to do in sports. How long do we have here before the interns are about I'm to I'm gonna hit mass? a break here in between five and six minutes. I have time to rant about this. Let's rant about whatever you want. I am so tired of people on twitter mm. and maybe i just need to stay off twitter maybe that's my problem at walker country on it. i want you to eat i want you to eat is that what they're telling i want to eat what they keep telling me ohio state fans why are they oh still on twitter complaining about how everybody was injured and they got all the bad calls i was just having this conversation with someone isn't it amazing logan Amazing! What are you what? doing? How fortunate the University of Georgia football program is that two years in a row now in the playoff, we just happened to run up a team against a team that was ravaged with injuries. Oh, isn't that they, lucky? They could barely make the trip. They, I mean, they got players the, out there. The airplane on said, "Do you have enough to fill the plane?" Uh, no, barely. I mean, cocaine barely. If you. Listen to these Ohio State fans. I mean, they would tell you that whoever plays the mascot had to go out there and and play wide receiver because they were so down. They were down bad. Hey, Walker, I learned a new word recently. It's called obstinate. You ever heard of that word (laughs) obstinate? It means I just want to disagree with you. Just to be disagreeable. Can I be disagreeable on you real quick? Please. 
I love every single time I see an Ohio State fan crying about that game. It warms my soul. I hope it never stops. I don't feel the need to engage with them, but anytime I get a chance to poke the cocaine bear <laughs> that is Ohio State, I will do so. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. I think it's wonderful that they are miserable and we are just on top of the mountain. I don't I, I think we learned from the Alabama victory that we can have thick skin because there's going to always be an excuse when we win mm. and win something big. I think that taught us and prepared us for every big victory we have down the road because there's going to be excuses. So in my opinion, whenever I see an Alabama fan, which they're finally starting to go with the cocaine bear back in the woods, um, they're accepting the fact that they just lost to Georgia. But Ohio State fans aren't there yet. And they're going to spend all offseason in misery knowing that they were so close and all they needed, Walker, was one more receiver or a made kick and they would have been national champions. Maybe they're right. I don't care. I love it. I absolutely love it. My argument to them is, well, if we had Nolan Smith, guess who's not scrambling to get into field goal range? C.J. Stroud. I'm not saying we're going to sack the guy eight times, but the scrambling and the containment – would have been shored up with my man Nolan Smith. Am I right? It's amazing. They don't how, want to hear that. Uh, it's amazing how Georgia went through the last two seasons with no injuries. Mm, we're healthy I mean, as could be. George Pickens, who turned out to be one of the best wide receivers in the NFL last That's year. That's right. Uh, we didn't have him for like a whole season. Uh, did you hear a lot of people complaining about that? Did you see a lot of people complaining about that on the Twitters? Man, if we only had George Pickens, we'd man, we'd really be doing well. Last year in the playoffs, how many Georgia fans did you see in last year's playoffs uh, complaining that Nolan Smith wasn't on the field? I saw zero. I mean, not that we didn't want him out there, but he wasn't out there. That's how this game works. It's a violent game. People get hurt, and sometimes they don't play, even in big games. It happens to everyone. So let me be soon to be Mrs. Dr. Walker for the next minute or so before we have to break. My blood pressure. So, Walker, first of all, do a woo-saw. Ready? Woo-saw. No, oh, no, no. Woo-saw. Woo-saw. Now that we've calmed our blood pressure and our pulse... Why does it bother you? I don't know. Does it take away our championships? Are they going to knock on the door at Buttsmere and say, we are here to let you (laughs) Bulldogs know that this, 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 and this should have been this, 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 and this. Hand over the trophy. It's coming back to Columbus, Ohio. Is that going to happen or no? Uh, I guess that's not how it works, In in 10 years from now, in the year 2020, no, 2032 of our Lord, are we going to have Stetson Bennett, mm-hmm. Nolan Smith, mm-hmm. Darnell Washington? Who else am I missing here? Who's leaving the program right now? Or just, heck, all of them, Brock Bowers. That doesn't Just because they're leaving doesn't mean it. Anybody that played, are we going to have them on the Sanford Stadium sideline waving at the crowd with that big old trophy? Or, or is that going to be taken away by Ohio State? No, I think we'll still have that. And is, <laughs> I can't wait, Logan, to, to see... Uh, who I get to argue with next offseason mm-hmm. after the three-peat, uh, which team will then get to show up with all of their excuses? Florida State fans. Florida State fans will have so many great excuses. Sing the song. Oh. They always have excuses. They're still mad about how they used to lose to Miami all the time Mm-mm. back in the day. But that's okay, because they're back now, but not really. FSU will probably lose three games.
Go Gator. She loved that song. <laughs> she hates the Knowles. You think she hates the dogs? Woo! She hates some Seminoles, man. All right, Walker, take a deep breath, man. No one's taking your trophies. Ooh, no one's taking sorry. your memories. And in the year 2032 of our Lord, Noah Ruggles will not be showing off big trophies on the sideline of Ohio State. That's true. Instead, he's going to go out there and teach a kicking clinic or something. I don't know. I feel bad for the guy. I'm sorry I brought him up. Got to hit a break. Look at the interns. They're so mad right now. They're, 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 you, got, you got them riled up Relax. about Ohio State fans. Everything's Woosa, <sighs> Woosahs never fail. Be right back. It's the Second String Podcast and Radio Show on WGAU. That was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't it? Now back to the Live Second String on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. All cocaine all the time right here on WGAU Second String Podcast. Keep it locked. <sighs> Is that legal? Can I do that? No. Under no circumstances can I you mean, do like, that. Do I need to re-record that? That would have been a, a cool intro in the 70s, I think. But <laughs> this is 2023, so. I feel like HR is going to be like, Logan Walker, drug test time. Stop it. Enough with the yeah, cocaine. Yeah, enough of that. Here. And also pee in this cup. <laughs> Just out of curiosity. I mean, cocaine is cool and trendy again, I guess. Is but <laughs> not for me. Um, Let's do a quick fact check. I'm curious, though. I'm going to move on from the cocaine. Yeah, that's a wise decision. How interested are you, scale 1 to 10, on the new Creed movie, which I hear very good things about? Uh, 1 through 10, Mm -hmm. 0.5. You don't like boxing either? No, I... You don't like You're anything. setting me up at this point. You are <laughs> setting me up to be obstinate, and I, I hate that. I love that word, by the way. Oh, that's good. I've, I've been watching the Rocky movies the night before championship games. Mm. I'm two for two. Nice. I watched Rocky one the night before we beat mm-hmm. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Touchdown, Georgia. I watched Rocky two the night before we beat TCU. I want Judy! I want Judy! I had to think of like what soundbite to use. I used that one. And and I'm not sure. I, I don't like them, Walker. They're bad movies. They're terrible. They're not bad They're movies. terrible. Rocky, Go watch it again. They're not good at all. Rocky won, I think, won Best Picture at the Oscars or something. That it's was, a great movie. That was a scandal. Now, I haven't yeah. gotten to the one all y'all love, which is the one where they... Go toe to toe with the Russians or whatever hey, it is. Listen, you're in for a treat. But three wait, wait. and four are good. Three has Mr. T in it. <laughs> when we play FSU next year in the That's Natty, right. the night before, I'll I'll watch three and four uh, has one of the great soundtracks of all time. And Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. Yes, the big tall Russian. Two on national steroids. championships. Who I am looking for Apollo to. Creed. But that so in, by that pace, I've got to get through all the Rockies and then the Creed. Then the Creed. Mm-hmm. So the earliest I could watch Creed three is like what <laughs> five years from now, six years from now. Uh, it might be a while. That is Michael B. Jordan, by the mm-hmm. way, who plays Apollo Creed's son Adonis, mm-hmm. trained by Rocky. That's good. Uh, who's now about to fight? Hey, his... yo, looking in the meat cooler. Hey, Adrian. Hey, yeah. Hey, come on, come on. What's a guy got to do around here? Eh? It's not a bad Stallone. It's not good, but it's no, not bad. That, that's how he mumbles the whole time. Like, his character is not a good character. Oh, man. I'm sorry, but I will keep watching. I'm, I am I, I went obstinate on you. You've got 40 seconds. Tell me about Creed. 
I'm just excited about it. Good. He's I want you to be happy. His like childhood rival in mm. this movie, a guy who was apparently sent to jail for some time, who's come out trying to get revenge on Adonis Creed, but Creed ain't having it, man. That's a good storyline. I may be into this walk. I'm looking forward to it. All right. On the other side, I'm going to get out of my grumpiness. We're going to okay. talk about things that make us happy, like, like baseball. Nolan Smith. Oh, Nolan Smith. And other Georgia Bulldogs. We had a really good combine weekend. We'll do it on that other side thanks for hanging out it's the second string podcast wgau now back to the second string on 98.7 fm and am 1340 wgau at other station conversation with someone recently walker about just what we're going through in georgia football right now back-to-back national champions the favorites to go for a three-peat i mean we're going to be number one going into the fall we've got the pieces you would think they would be am i expecting georgia to win the only reason i say no is because the word three-peat is just not used in college football but we could very easily not easily we could very well possibly there's the word be the first but here's where the conversation went are you ready for this i'm ready what if close your eyes get into my get into your feels on this i want a true honest answer get into your feels what if walk we are doing a second string podcast episode in the year 2028 okay looking for our eighth consecutive national championship man i'd say that would be a lot of fun. I don't know. When might you get bored of winning national championships? That's part of the conversation. At some point, do you just give up? That's not even fun anymore. I don't even want to think about that because I don't want to ever get complacent because I waited so long for this as a fan. But you know it would happen. Just hypothetically. Let's say you won 10 in a row. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, Take yourself to that yeah. place. Don't say, oh, that's impossible. It'll never happen. No, 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 no. We're living in our world for the moment that that happens. We win eight or ten in a row. Yeah. Year seven, are you like, well, second yeah. half of the game, we're winning. Let's wait, let's see what else. Wake is on. me up in uh, wake me up in December <laughs> when we play in the playoffs. You know, it's regular season's not worth my time. No, 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 no. I would be the biggest. Um, how do I say this on safe radio? I'd be the biggest hole in the world <laughs> if my alma mater won seven eight nine ten championships straight i already was after the first one i know i was too but <laughs> how did i word it with this individual i was like you know what i would i would switch jobs just so i could quit them in epic fashion just to be that you know hole <laughs> of epic proportions i mean i would just do everything i can to be the most pompous d-bag mm. on the entire earth if Georgia football reeled off that many. What if it happens, Walker? Well, What if it actually happens? I'll say this. You can only go one year at a time. Mm. And we're going See, into... You're already slipping out of our fantasy world nah, right now. You're already coming I'm, back I'm to reality. coming back to well, reality. We're, go we're going into year three. And of, of ten, yes, I hear you. You have a very good team coming back this year you will have a new quarterback despite uh, no matter who mm. is chosen to be the starter let's do a quick fact check all right even kareen admits stetson's gone yeah i don't think he's got any more eligibility thank I'm, you mr speaker I'm sure someone looked into it uh and you've got a very very manageable schedule to say the least 
By the way, I love how that's used as such a knock on this upcoming Georgia team. Oh, Have you seen that so schedule? mad about that, too? Like, it's oh, look at this show. I had an Auburn fan this week saying, oh, well, you guys don't have to play Arkansas and Mississippi State and Texas A&M every year. I'm like, Texas A&M is garbage. Auburn sucks. <laughs> Auburn sucks. Yeah, no, the thing you remind them is that the part of the reason our schedule sucks is because you're on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're the, not holding. <laughs> thank you, Tennessee, last year for finally stepping right. up to bat and saying, we'll come as the number one team yeah. to Athens. We'll get blown out. But Auburn fan making fun of our schedule. Pot, here's Kettle. Come at me. Introduce with- yourselves. Be best friends. Come at me with, oh, these teams from the West. Last time we saw Arkansas beat the crap out of them. Last, they were ranked number eight. Last time saw Mississippi State beat the crap out of mm-hmm. them. Last time saw LSU mm. beat the crap out mm. of them. These teams from the West don't scare me. Okay, so oh. we got to play these teams from the East. Oh, you got an easy non-conference schedule. Uh, do fans not know or do they not care that Oklahoma was on the schedule? Oh, by the way, which was a trip to Norman, not a neutral site nah, game. Any uneducated fan is just going to talk about how we canceled it because we were too scared we to go to Norman. We canceled nothing. The conference canceled it. And then it's not like it's easy to find a Power 5 school to replace them at the last minute. Penn State doesn't have a spot on their schedule available. Mm-mm. Nobody does. Nebraska doesn't. The biggest thing that I hated about that whole process, I get why they had to cancel it, because the SEC knew they had not admitted it yet, but they already knew that Oklahoma and Texas were going to join in 24. Mm -hmm. Now, the return game for Oklahoma, we were going to go there, like you said. On the other side, it wasn't until like 2031, forever, like 10 years from now, when Oklahoma was going to come back. So that's why it was canceled, but... The day it was canceled, and I'm sure they had plenty of forewarning more than we did, Oklahoma announced almost immediately, all right, we've scheduled SMU, Southern mm-hmm. Methodist University. An hour later, George was like, well, we've scheduled Ball States. Like, mm-hmm. great. Why could you two not just agree to go play in Jerry World? I'm talking Georgia, Oklahoma. Fine. Take away the home and home. Georgia was going to be traveling anyway. Yeah. Oklahoma was going to be traveling in 31. Instead, let's just get together. I'm sure there's an NFL stadium somewhere that would say we would love for your fan bases to come mm-hmm. on Labor Day weekend or whenever, and we'll play it anyway. I hate that that wasn't worked out. Seems like it should have been easy, but That's it okay. wasn't. And That's so okay. what we end up with is four straight home games to open the season, uh, and three of them are against schools that are not that desirable. I understand nobody wants to see UT Martin as the opening game, but all these people want to complain about how easy Georgia's had it. Let's remember that Georgia opened last season with Oregon and beat the mess out of them, and we opened with Clemson the year before oh. that, who was ranked in the top five, and beat the mess out of them. Me and Josh Connor, he was filling in for Dave this morning on the ref. One thing we talked about, it this on or off air, I forget, but he and I talked about this, and I love this fact about both of Georgia's national championships. The two seasons combined, the 21 and the 22 season, Walker, do you realize that Georgia beat, of those two years, every single team? 
that has won a college football playoff or played in a college football national championship game. Oregon and Ohio State played in the very first one. Mm -hmm. So check both of them off the box this year. Check, check. Uh, We know we beat Clemson. They've played in several and won a couple. And you know Alabama's Alabama. We Mm -hmm. beat them. And we beat LSU in the SEC championship game. Mm -hmm. That's it. That, that, that is every team since 2014 that has either won or played for a national championship. Wow. We beat them this past couple seasons. Now, is that an indictment of how few teams have played for one? Kind of. Yeah. But we beat the best of the best the last two years. Don't come to me talking about, well, your schedule's soft because yeah. all you do is beat up on those little teams and get hot at the right time. No, we don't. When you can look back over the past, I don't know, five years, five, six years, and say, hey, you know what? We've beaten Notre Dame mm-hmm. a couple of times, beaten Oklahoma, mm. beaten Ohio State, don't beaten forget Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Just absolutely throttled Thank Michigan. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Uh, even don't forget Florida Walker. Go Gator. Even beat Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl. I mean, doesn't the get Florida Gators are again a championship team. So I got no patience for these people that want to complain about Georgia's schedule. Did you say TCU? Did you did you leave oh, off yeah. TCU? <laughs> I forgot about. Sorry about that. I forgot about Texas Christian <laughs> University, who think it's a pretty good football team last year, but was not ready for what they ran into in Los nah, Angeles. Brock Bowers was a little too much. A Broderick little. Jones, just a little too it's much. It's not their fault. No, it's, no, it's not no, your no. fault, TCU. Well, I mean, if Georgia didn't play such an easy schedule, they oh. wouldn't have uh, They wouldn't have been healthy and right, good at the right time. Every right? player healthy, just plenty of time. What are you practice. doing? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Logan, you said you were going to talk combine, and you promised me some good news about our man Nolan Smith. Now I saw you mean future Atlanta Falcon Nolan. Let's Smith. do that. I saw what he did with the forty, and uh, it was record shattering. I think he uh, broke some Olympic mm. records mm. with that forty yard dash. It looked good, man. So it started off at a four four four. Is that right? Four four four. But then the official. Time came in at 439, and my man Nolan was happy. Let me just say that, and I'll speak for Mrs. Booker here. There is no bigger Nolan Smith fan than Mrs. Booker. She would leave me today to go live a life of luxury with Nolan Smith. Me too. I I get it. I totally get it. Uh, But he represents everything that is the definition of damn good dog. Everything Nolan Smith has done, as far as I know, has been the right way nose to the grindstone it wasn't just the 40 he ran it was the interviews afterwards Mm. talking about why he stayed when he wasn't getting a ton of playing time as a freshman or a sophomore and why he stuck it out and his message to young guys about hey wait it out you'll get there and then he went on to start recruiting for the dogs Mm -hmm. and all the things he said just the right way but it wasn't just that Go back to his whole career, how well he's represented himself in UGA. And I think I heard in an interview a few months ago or a month ago or so that after he tore his pectoral muscle against the lousy, stinking, nasty, wretched, bubblegum-swallowing, ugly, tax-evading, putrid, gators, that he had the option of leaving the Georgia program to go get in, like, you know, not that George is not professional medical help. I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, go on and go somewhere else, focus solely on you and yeah. getting ready for the NFL. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I'm sticking right here with my brothers at Georgia. I will be on that sideline. I will wear the Stetson Bennett T-shirt, and I will be a coach. And a damn good one he was. And I think that, to me, is the, the epitome of why, when we talk about the greatest Bulldogs of all times, he's in the conversation. 
DGD. He really no is, doubt about man. it. And really is. When we have had so much uh, bad press, I mean, let's go ahead and it was a tough week a, a last dress, week. You know, the elephant in the room. I mean, we talked about the Jalen Carter situation before. There's no need to bring it back up. But you've had issues now in the very recent past with Stet the Jet and, of course, Jalen Carter. And, you know, people started to have these conversations about a, a culture problem. Kirby Smart felt like he had to address that. And those are words you never want to hear around your program. You never want people talking about, is there a culture problem? But when you see a guy like Nolan Smith, and when you see how his teammates rallied around him, that was maybe my favorite thing mm-hmm. from his uh, 40 at the Combine, was all of his teammates gathered together to watch him run and cheered him on, and they were so excited at how well he did. And these are current Bulldogs. These, yeah. these are not the guys at the Combine are getting ready for the draft. This is the guys that will suit up between mm-hmm. the hedges next year. That just suggests and, to me that no matter what you may have heard in the past few weeks, mm-hmm. that the culture at UGA is just fine. And I love the fact that Nolan Smith went out there, and, and let's be honest, he knew what he was doing. He wanted to reset that idea that the University of Georgia is where you want your child to play football if you're a parent of a high school senior. Thoughts, prayers, everything we can possibly say that we've already said about the whole you know situation with Devin Willick, Chandler LaCroix, and now that we find out Jalen Carter is going to have to face legal ramifications as a result, and maybe others. I don't know how it's all going to shake out. But yes, I, I, I don't believe that that is the culture that represents Georgia football. What that is, in my honest-to-God opinion, is a bunch of close friends, and I tweeted this, a bunch of close friends making terrible decisions Mm -hmm. that resulted in absolute tragedy. Yeah. And I think a lot of lessons were learned. Unfortunately, the ultimate price was paid by some as a result, but it, it was a terrible, terrible situation that everybody involved regrets and I'm sure is trying to sleep with the remorse that they're carrying mm-hmm. it's a it's a heavy burden heavy heavy burden i was in a, not i but i there was a situation when i was in high school similar to this we had a car full of classmates acting a fool on the mm-hmm. road mm-hmm. they wind up driving off the road which resulted in the loss of life and some permanent damages to others and it was a terrible terrible event that resulted in a little bit of an awakening for a lot of other people mm-hmm I believe what happened with Jalen Carter and Devin Willick and whoever else was all involved in that thing, I believe that was an awakening. I think Kirby Smart behind the closed doors since January 15th has made it very clear there has been consequences for actions that we cannot undo. And if you don't learn from it now, you're going to be just like them. And I believe that we've probably seen the end of that street racing that was going on, whatever was going on. I'm not here to allege or, you know, speculate, but but it was just a terrible situation. And I do believe you're going to see a better Georgia going forward as a result. And to your point, I'm sorry I went off on a tangent here, but the young men cheering on Nolan Smith, that is the Georgia football culture, not a bunch of hooligans running around town. I agree wholeheartedly, man. I mean, uh, I'm just lucky, thankful, grateful uh, that some of the dumb things that I did Mm. when I was in high school and in college – uh, just did not result in greater consequences. We, we've I'm all, with you there, man. We've all made some terrible decisions, and and this was a horrific, horrific event, accident. 
whatever you want to call it. And all, all that said, though, and let's talk a little bit of football as it pertains to this because yeah. it is part of the story. I'm not sure how much, if at all, Jalen Carter is going to fall in the draft. The misdemeanor charges against him, and I'm not trying to be a lawyer here, but I think because of the blood alcohol level in Chandler LaCroix's system, Mm -hmm. you're not going to increase these charges at all. And at the bottom line, end of the day, speaking purely from a legal standpoint, it's a misdemeanor charge that's going to carry some consequence, but Mm -hmm. the man, and I mean man, can play some football, and a team is going to take a chance on him very early on. Well, and if there's one thing that people seem to really enjoy in this country, in this world, it, it is a second chance mm-hmm. story. And sure. so, you know, for a guy like Jalen Carter, if he does become a top 10 draft pick and comes out next season and, and has a really great rookie campaign with somebody, uh, you know, people will say, oh, you know, good, good. I'm glad he has been able to move on from this Mm -hmm. you know put his life into perspective and and become a great nfl player we all hope that that's what happens uh just don't know the story's yet Mm -hmm. to be written that's right so all you can say outside of that though the combine was overall very very good for georgia darnell washington great showing how about your boy stet the jet the mailman he can uh throw that long ball as it turns out i believe that stetson's going to be a fourth maybe late third fifth at the latest draft pick walker i really do i also enjoyed the rival fans on twitter (laughs) that were kind of poking fun at stetson oh well it's easy to throw a an accurate (laughs) 60 yard pass when you're out there in shorts and nobody's bothering you there's no defender chasing you there's no lineman breathing down your neck we saw him do this game after game after I saw, game. I saw A.D. Mitchell and Ladd McConkey lighten it up, my man. I mean, it had nothing to do with nah, the fact he, that there was no defense on the field or what again, he was wearing. Who cares? Just let them hate. They're all going to root against Stetson his whole life. And my, my personal view on that, whether he has an NFL career or lack thereof, he's already solidified himself as a legend. Oh, yeah. And uh, any lack of NFL success erases nothing about what happened here in Athens. And, and listen, I don't know if he has uh, the intangibles. Uh, I think that's the right word to use here. I don't know if his height, weight, body type is exactly what the NFL scouts are looking for. I don't know if that's what an NFL – team is looking for but i know one thing i know he can make the throws what he made throws that i've seen georgia quarterbacks for 20 years not make and i'm talking about jt daniels i'm talking about matt stafford i'm talking about justin Fields. go back and look at the throw to brock bowers during the drive at the end Mm -hmm. of the fourth quarter against uh, ohio state yeah one of the best throws uh, that i've seen all season it was amazing absolutely jacob Mm. eason uh, Mm. whoever you want to talk about grayson lambert there you go now he made some good ncaa record holder baby now let's not uh, take he only missed one (laughs) take grayson lambert's name out your mouth No, I'm just saying I've seen Stetson Bennett very consistently make the throws into these tight windows that I've never seen Georgia quarterbacks be able to make before. In fact, before we break here, have you ever heard the audio of uh, Grayson Lambert pre-snap? You know how you get up under center and you're calling the plays out? This is is Grayson Lambert before he snapped pretty much every Mm -hmm. football against South Carolina. Come out here with ready to go. It's time to go. 
I want you to eat. I want you to eat. I want you to want this shit. Do you want it? Do you want it? Show me. And then Steve Spurrier retired. I was going to say, he really fired him up that night, so much so that he forced the old ball coach to retire. That's a legend right there, Grayson Lambert. Walker segment coming up next. It's going to be a short one, but that's okay. Second string podcast, WGAU. I want Judy! I want Judy! You're listening to The Second String on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. I'm considering, I'm considering a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis. I'm considering, I'm considering. I'll visit the Graceland Mansion and set my face in wax, then go back to my motel room to file my income tax. I'm considering a move to Memphis, and this much I know When I arrive in Memphis, I'll have to spend my dough I'll walk down to Beale Street to watch the Jug Band show I'll shake hands with Gus Cannon, he's someone I should know I'll get myself a motel room that's not too small to see I'll get one with a private bath on a black and white TV What the heck is this, Walker? I have no idea The colorblind James experience Somehow the word Memphis came up and Dave was like, that's like that song, move, a move to Memphis. I'm like, what are you talking about? I well, wondered, we found it, and it's terrible. I wondered why you were bringing up Memphis as if it, there was something happening in Memphis. The SEC basketball tournament is in Nashville. It's called the Liberty Bowl, Walker, where the dogs are going to play. Considering a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis. I'm considering. No longer accept. Considering. I, I love. All right, that, real, real quick. I'm gonna hijack. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I love that uh, we brought up UGA legend Grayson Lambert mm. in the last segment. And it, Wide it, receiver. It made me. That's right. <laughs> against did. Kentucky. He did line up there. He once. sure did. I got a picture uh, of it. As did another legend, Joe Tereshinsky, uh, against the Gators one time. Lined Go up Gator. Receiver. Um, uh, legends like Joe Cox. Uh, Fatone Bada. Let's not forget those great UGA players of the past. I, I was going to say we went through. We went to the most euphoric hypothetical possible earlier about <laughs> ten straight natties. Can I take you down like to a horrible <laughs> hypothetical real quick? No, no. Just bear with me. It's All our right. podcast. It's, right. it's March. We can do whatever we want. Sure. Here's what I want to ask you: What if the dogs lose? To South Carolina. No. To Kentucky. I'm, no. I'm not done yet. I was not to, to Kentucky, to Missouri, to Florida. Mm-mm. Go Gator. To Tennessee. What if they finish the season 6-6 six and six and the Bulldogs move to Memphis and go to the Liberty Bowl? How many Georgia fans make the trip to Memphis <laughs> this season, Walker? To go watch the dogs play in the Liberty Bowl. I don't know, Logan. I mean, I don't want just this appease. To of course, we don't. But just appease me here. But if you and I could oh. take a, a second string uh, trip, <laughs> a field trip to Beale Street, live from the Liberty Bowl, live maybe. from Beale Street the night before the game. <laughs> hey, Logan. Woo, go dogs! Liberty Bowl, <laughs> Liberty Bowl. That's about all you would. Hear. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> great episode. Great episode. It's not going to happen, but no. what if it did? You Walker? know, okay, here's, I'll indulge you for just a Nobody second. Nobody would go. I'll indulge you for this. It'd be a half empty stadium. No, I don't want to go to Memphis. I don't no, want to go to I would Liberty not Ball. go. No way. But if the worst scenario <laughs> happened, six and six, baby. Six and six happened, and we got invited to that <laughs> Vegas Bowl. 
Well, I would be there. I got bad news for you. That is not an SEC tie-in no, this year. It is next but the year. Gators it's were there. every other year. Every other year. This year it's the uh, Big Twelve. I think it, oh, it alternates. Stupid. It's always the Pac-12, and it alternates SEC Big Twelve, SEC Big Twelve. Okay, so next year. No, no, no. I'm talking this year. Next year, coming off back-to-back back national. Okay, well, I'll, I okay. Go. I tell go. you what, we win back to back to back, and then we go Three six feet, and six, and then we man. go to Vegas. <laughs> We're almost out of time, but I'm going to use 15 seconds to sing about going to Vegas as a three-peat national champion. We'd buy all the t-shirts. We'd get so drunk and high on cocaine, we'd forget to go to the game. Let's do a quick fact check. Walker, you got 17 seconds left in the Walker segment. What do you got for us? I wanted to talk about Georgia baseball. Nah, we ain't got time to talk about Georgia baseball, Uh, man. We'll do that next week. Ten and three. We got Charleston Southern We did beat up on Tech this week. It was a great day. We got to go, Walker. Have a great week. Go dogs. We'll talk next week. Goodbye. Second string, WGU. (laughs) Bye-bye.